you can't hide from God. There's no one more qualified than I am to make that statement. I once stared religion, Christianity in the face, and it scared me. I was afraid to step out on faith. I was afraid to identify as a Christian because the eyes of the world and its judgment can be so cruel. I saw that once you make that declaration, the expectation was to be perfect. I was and am far from perfect. I can remember judging people myself once they proclaimed to be saved at every turn they made that wasn't of God. The term backsliding was always at the tip of my tongue. You couldn't slip out a curse word, even though curse words are man-made. You couldn't treat anyone with disrespect or show anger. You couldn't do or say anything that wasn't Christ-like. You didn't even have to worry about the forgiving eyes of God. It was the prying eyes of the people closest to you waiting for any slip up so they could question your commitment. I lived through this and it made it very hard for me to come aboard knowing the eyes that would be waiting for me to fail. I was called at a very young age to spread the word of God. Every time I would walk into a church, someone would see the blessings all over me. I can't say with certainty that I didn't see it myself, but I didn't see the path to get there. I decided as a teenager, I'd run as fast as I could and as far as I could from God. When I would enter the church, something would always come over me and I would feel the inclination to get up and profess who God is, but I suppressed it. Eventually, I'd get to where I just avoided the doors altogether. I can't count the years where I didn't even walk through the doors of the church unless it was a funeral. But the point persists. You can't hide from God. At a gas station or a store, I would meet someone completely new to me, and they shake my hand and say, I see God all over you. Are you a preacher? All I could do was laugh or smile. But inside, I would be a volcano waiting to erupt with all that lava building up inside. Needless to say, I would walk away rapidly. It got to the point that no matter where I went, somebody would say to me, who are you? I would act ignorant and say my name to try and extinguish the conversation, but nothing could suffocate their claims. No, who are you? Are you a preacher or something? It would go on and on, no matter where I went. Someone would find me. You can run to the rock, but the rock can't hide you. You can run to a tree, but the tree can't hide you. No matter where you run, or for me, where I'd run, God would continually play peekaboo with me. I can recall in school, the first time I really heard of the dodo bird. I mean, really heard about the dodo bird. Not the childhood memories of being called a dodo bird and not really understanding the concept. I learned in class that a dodo bird would run from predators and bury his head in the ground like their bodies weren't still exposed. That's me the dodo bird. I played hide and seek with someone that knew all of my great hiding spots. It's a no-win situation. 
it didn't dawn on me that the reason I couldn't hide is because I'm an unlocked treasure chest. And though my contents have been hidden from the prying eyes, word of the treasure was spreading like wildfires. My exterior may look like a beat up box, but greater is he that's within me than that's what's in the world. No way I would be allowed to bottle up greatness. A minister once said to me that I had the potential for greatness. And then a cousin of mine preached a sermon that was recorded entitled, You Have the Potential for Greatness, and my mom sent it to me. As much as I didn't want to hear it, the message was clear. I took it personally, but it's something we can all relate to. God put us on this planet, in this world for a purpose. In serving that purpose, we can show the greatness of God and his grand design. Not everyone will be called to preach or serve in any capacity in the church. Your purpose may be to serve or lead in a different way. But who we are and what lies within is there for a reason. The question is, have you learned your purpose? And more importantly, are you willing to embrace it? That's when the greatness comes in. When you embrace who God has designed you to be, the doors of the world start open be before you even approach them. Be that a doctor, a lawyer, a community activist, a protector, or just a very good friend. God has a plan for you and I. I say again, you can't hide from God. I branched out into many things over a lifetime that highlight what I'm great at. I'm a people person, so customer service must be my way. I love kids and watching them learn or develop brings so much joy to my spirit. Maybe I can make that my niche and serve the world as a good teacher or coach. I need to make money for my family, so maybe I can help people while also delivering a foundation for my family to live on for years to come. All these things I began to excel in at some point, but either my passion would diminish or something would always not work out. I would pray and pray as to why this didn't work or that didn't pan out, but the answer is simpler than I could ever imagine. You could do whatever it is you want to do, and for some of us, you can find a home in it. But if it isn't where God wants you to be, it could never make your spirit happy. I wanted something that made my spirit rejoice on the inside, and nothing I sought for myself gave me that help, happy feeling. I won a lot. I was showered with accolades in almost every venture I took on, but as we say, it did not help me sleep at night. Maybe what all these people saw in me is where I needed to be. But God, I don't like talking in front of a lot of people. I can't put myself in the lead knowing all the things I had done before getting there. Who would follow me? I see this as where you want me to be, but I don't see it for myself. I would get so emotional when someone asked me to speak or I'd get up in front of a church with everything planned out and be at a loss for words as soon as I opened my mouth. Then things would flow that I had no idea I was willing to say. I took a public speaking class in college and 
practice what I was going to say, even write up the note cards to help me. But as soon as I got in front of the class and my nerves would be somewhere at the bottom of my feet, I would just start talking and it would have very little to do with what I had practiced. I would come completely off the dome and my comfort level would be that of a lion in a zoo, completely unbothered by my surroundings. I passed that class with an A and the teacher would tell me, being in front of people is where I belonged. But again, I didn't see it. That's not for me, mainly because of the nervousness I'd feel before I opened my mouth. How can I get up in front of people in a meaningful situation not knowing what is about to come off my tongue? Would I curse accidentally or just come off as someone rambling on about nothing? Or would it be like that public speaking class where sometimes people applauded me for whatever I said, not even remembering the words 10 seconds after saying them? No way I'd take that chance. So I didn't. I had many doubts. Sometimes that's all you need to keep you away from your blessing. I hid, I ran, I even professed against it. I became God and the Bible's biggest critic. If I start defying him and questioning everything about him, maybe he would leave me alone and just let me be a normal human being, a cow grazing the field hoping to go unnoticed. But I couldn't go anywhere and not be noticed. My heart didn't allow it. And speaking against the Bible or God, it made me fall even more in love with him. He would continue to bless me. And the more I pulled away, the closer he would pull me. I couldn't win this game of tug of war. While I wanted to be just a car drafting behind a big truck, God would make me swerve and lose all that momentum because a follower was not my destiny. I was destined for greatness, not as defined by mankind, but greatness in him who made and designed me. I'd fall, but before my entire body could hit the ground, I'd rise again. The song, He Won't Let You Fall If You Lean On Him, always rang in my head. The ultimate trust fall. And I have a huge problem with trust. I couldn't close my eyes and fall backwards, counting on anyone to catch me. It's just not in me to trust. As we say in passing, but God. God had other plans for me. And it became obvious that I wasn't going to embrace this plan on my own. I needed a push. I got to a point where I was content with my life. I saw a path that may not have led to my inner happiness, but at least keep me afloat in a sinking boat. Then God showed his hand. This game of hide and seek had become exhausting. It seemed the seeker grew tired of counting the 10 and then finding me quicker than it took for me to find my own hiding spot. And honestly, I'd run out of good spots to hide. It was like I would run to a spot and other people were already there and told me to go somewhere else. God decided to let me fall. Let me see what doing things on my own would net me. Let's see what it's like if he completely withdrew his hands. Needless to say, I fell and fell hard. Like a great parent, 
Sometimes you have to let the lesson teach your kids more than the sound of your voice, telling them over and over what lies ahead. I have learned, why would you hide from God? Is there anything too hard for God? Fear of the unknown may be my natural reaction, but with God, the unknown becomes known. The darkness becomes light. How do you calm the waters of a raging sea? You don't have to. There's an anchor that can hold through the roughest water. When life gets messy, and it can get very messy, God can clean it up. I realized that it was harder to fight battles alone. It was so much easier to sit back and let God fight them for me. I looked out on my future and it was cloudy and murky, but with God, things would become clear as a day when the sun shines uninhibited by clouds. I stand before you, a man. Not a rich man, not a poor man, not a big man or a small man, not a hungry man or a man well fed, or any objective you can place in front to describe me. I am a man, one now rooted in my faith in God, one that believes that there's no mountain I can't climb or no obstacle I can't overcome. Believe me. It's a feeling that I can't describe with my greatest vocabulary, only to say, I'm a man of God. If ever there was a man running like a chicken with his head cut off, that man would be me. I know what it's like to live with no sense of direction, to try things and be good at them only to give up and move on to the next thing. I am the poster child of potential. Everything I've tried in life, I had the potential to be great at it. I say that with some regret because I never had the inclination to stick with anything. I reflect at times and wish I had stuck with this or that, but now I sit and see the full picture. Everything that I touched was grooming me for my greater purpose. I was allowed to meet people of all different walks of life, different races, different personalities and beliefs not to join in and become just the sheep in the flock, but because it was all shaping me to be able to speak with understanding of the world around me. I was allowed to play the game of hide and seek, not because it was fun, a fun game to pass the time. I was allowed because in my hiding, I was learning. I was developing into a better man. I had to fall to realize I couldn't do this on my own. I was like a ship without a sail, a traveler without a compass, but God. In all my personal failures was the greatest lesson one can learn. I can hear my uncle's singing voice echoing in my head. Without God, I can do nothing. Without God, I will fail. But with God, I can do anything. I used to take that, that saying literally, speaking to an actual mountain to move, hoping that my minimal faith would literally move that mountain or a prayer to win the lottery, even though I wasn't even playing it. Preachers would interpret that saying to mean the mountains in your life, the crosses we all have to bear. I understand it to mean the same, but even more so 
to mean that when you bump your head constantly against an obstacle in your life and it's steadfast, it's not for you to conquer alone. Believe in God. Put your trust and faith in him. What's not for you, he will move it out the way. But also embrace them because sometimes you have to hit a snag or you'll never know how much you actually need him. And we all need him. No one more than the other, for he is here for anyone that draws breath. He is here for me and you also. You can run, but you can't outrun him. You can bury your head in the sand, but just like the dodo bird, still leave yourself exposed. You can sin. You can fight every sign that God is there. You can disown him. Take his presence for granted. But one thing that will stand any objection you may have, God is still there. He's still alive in everything you do. You can't hide from God. You're welcome to try, but let me save you the time. You cannot hide from God. Dear Heavenly Father, I accept the things that you've planned for me, the life you have designed for me to live. I realize that I can't navigate this life on my own. God, I realize that after hitting wall after wall, that there's only one way in. I can't go over it. I can't dig my way under it. Lord, I can't go around for the length is infinite. I have to come in through the door the door you've opened for me. Lord, I'm sorry it took so long for me to realize this, but with your blessing, grace, and mercy, I'm here now. My heart is open and my mind is still awaiting your next assignment. I don't want to even consider a step without you in it. Lord, I'm not hiding. I'm standing here in plain sight, asking you to instead hide me. Hide me from my enemies or anything, anyone that would wish to see my downfall. I ask for your protection from seen and unseen dangers. I don't arrive at this door perfect, God, but I arrive blemished, bruised, and broken. I come knowing that without you, I'm stuck in a maze with no exit point. I ask that you raise me up above and allow me to see the exit that you've created just for me. I don't only pray this prayer for me, but for any and everyone under the sound of my voice. I pray for anyone that I encounter or anyone that seeks you beyond my reach. Someone is lost, wandering in the wilderness, not seeing a purpose or a way out, just grazing along with no sense of direction. God, I ask that you step in. They may not know how much they need you, or to cry out to you, but God, I stand in the circle for them. I stand alone for the lives of many. Use me so that I can reach not one, not two, but as many as you see fit for me to touch. Spread your word through me and let me be a beacon to lead someone to you. Lord, I'm tired. I'm weak. I'm worn out because I fought so long not acknowledging you for who you are. 
I need you even more now than I did then. Not because my fight is greater, God, but because now I want to do your will. I need you to lead me so that I don't lead anyone astray. I look over my life, over the past few years, and over just today, and I realize all that you've done for me. I can do nothing but give thanks. Thank you for being patient. Thank you for sitting in the background still working for me even when I gave up on you. Thank you for the miracles you perform in my life and the lives around me. I can never thank you enough just for being the God that you are. Lord, hear my prayer. Read my mind and know my heart. I wish only to do your will. If I can reach one person and bring them to you or encourage one mind that's full of doubt or even to bring a soul out of hiding, God, I ask that you make it so. Not for my own recognition or any glory of my own, but I give all the glory to you. God, I don't ask that you make my road any easier or my burdens any lighter, but only that you give me the ability to overcome anything the enemy can throw at me. Be my superhero, my superpower. God, be my armor. I ask that you provide me with that light, be it as small as a flashlight or as bright as a lighthouse, to lead someone out of the darkest tunnel straight to you. I realize, God, that without you, I can't do anything. And with you, all things are possible. God, I love you. I praise you. And I lift you up beyond all things. Thank you for listening and hearing my cry. Bless your people, God. In your name I pray. Amen.